Soundstripe. All right, this is Matthew Vasquez. Uh, who am I here with today? Hadari Andrews. All right, Hadari. Um, tell us a little about yourself. What's your favorite color? What's your social security number? <laughs> um, I'm 20 years old. I'm a, I'm a college student. I'm an active investor. Um, I learn every day. I have a small business growing right now. And, yeah, I got some shit going, you know. You say you're going to school, right? Yeah, I'm going to school. And what are you going to school for? I'm going to school for business. Uh, what specifically do you want to do with a business degree? Um, I more so am getting my business degree because I started college, although um, I'm going to use this degree to get my foot in the door with um, a couple of data analytics jobs at Google, possibly. But um, other than that, I'm not using my degree for anything else. So you're a real tech guy, right? Yes. Um, what what specifically do you do? What um, can you do? Um, I know a little bit of coding. I've been I've been training in the IT. Um, I can I can fix some hardwares of computers, and I've also learned how to um, learn in the Squarespace very well. And I and I'm pretty good at Excel. Okay, and those are all um, like softwares. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so doing the IT thing, how long have you been doing it for? About six, seven months. Uh-huh. Yeah. You enjoying it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's definitely a learning process with everything. Um, it's a, it's like a walking, you know, you fall three times, but you walk one step, you know? Like, yeah. But it's definitely a learning curve that you can get past. And I feel once you get it, you get it, you know? Uh-huh. And you've mentioned to me before that you have like a mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what does a mentor help you? Does he do IT stuff too, or is he more towards like the business aspect? He's more towards the business aspect. Uh huh. So what he does is um, he teaches me um, how to flip and find more profitable I mean items on Amazon. So what we're doing here is we have a small business where we find um, items that are sold at you know anywhere really, from Walmart, Costco, Ross even TJ Maxx, you never know, wherever, whatever has profitable, we could sell it. So what we do is we find those products and we flip them on Amazon for a higher return. So usually what we'll do is we'll run it through a software called tactical arbitrage, where it filters out about anywhere from zero to 25,000 items, depending on your preference. And it helps you and it shows them all the, it shows all of the items that you have filtered out um, depending on uh, your return on investment, what category you want, and where you would like to uh, buy from. And what stuff do you usually get on there? Uh, right now, since we're in the beginning stages, I'm working more with uh, beauty products, baby items, vitamins, um, and some toys. So you're basically flipping it, right? Yeah. So like, we'll find... Let's let's say for example a bottle of zinc at Walmart. Let's say it's nine dollars, but on Amazon it's going for twenty seven dollars. We'll buy it at Walmart, and we'll we'll probably buy about a hundred a hundred of them, and we'll ship it to Amazon to an Amazon warehouse, and um, it'll sell back on Amazon, and you collect profit. Okay, that's pretty good, and it's it makes pretty good money depending on how how big you go. Yeah, so. It's more of like a, depending on the product and how big. 
because the product, like that vitamin, that vitamin can go for 40%. So like, you know, nine, well, that's not even 40%. That's really about 110 because you're making all your money back in like five, five bucks. So that's about 110%, which is just a great return on investment. But the probability probability of like, if you want to, you know, consistent, consistent one, you're probably going to get between the 40 and 50% range. So you could probably buy an item for 10 bucks per se and sell it back for 20, 25. Okay. So just that alone, can you live off of that? Uh, do some other people out there that do that? Yeah, my mentor actually does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you can make upwards of even 100000 a month, depending on how, how deeply you'd like to scale this business. This business genuinely has no ceiling. You know, most people don't know because you wouldn't think about it, but there's about a billion people shopping on Amazon per day. Like, you know, we're all always shopping online this is a new era where online shopping is very regulated malls are starting to go out of business you know people are just putting a lot more focus on their phones and less going outside nowadays so you know when there's products out there to be flipped and nobody's buying them in stores they have to lower those prices and someone's got to get the profit so this is a fairly new concept right um it's probably been out about four years so yeah it's not it's not very deeply rooted but it's it's a little new. What I've noticed is that TikTok has made this like very popular. Very. That's honestly where I've gotten. Uh, that's where I got the idea from and most motivation where I've put forth and uh, taken that step forward to meet those people that I didn't know or try to make those connections to get where I want to get. Uh huh. I do see that a lot. And I think um, it's great that everyone wants to like allow people to put their foot in the door to make money and it's it, it's not just so black and white you know mm-hmm. definitely yeah. definitely i feel nowadays everybody's trying to you know make their own thing in their own way you know there's not just this everyday like you have to go to school to do this that the third you know you can make videos every day if you want and go as far as you want or you could just simply make a podcast like we're talking right now people live off stuff like this like the possibilities are endless yeah and i I think it really comes down to doing something you enjoy and if you enjoy like investing i think i want to cover that too okay okay Um, that's a good way to segue into that yeah what type of investing would you like to know about um yeah um so there's there's different types i'm I'm sure what can you explain to me the different types actually um so there's the stock market they have airbnbs there's real estate there's bonds there's crypto and you can you can really invest in even baseball cards and yeah that's those are like the regular like regular investing people per se do um you know the possibilities with investing are endless and i i i say investing is a important aspect that a lot of people should definitely try to intertwine into your life because when you take when you take that investing seriously you take you look at life as an investment almost like you know you don't want to invest your time into anything you don't want to waste so you know you look at your time like your money if you're putting your money in certain places you can't put your time in every single place you know Uh uh-huh so you know a little bit about investing right yeah i'm learning but i know some i know Uh a good amount 
what specifically do you do in investing um, when you invest? Right now, I'm focused on the stock market and building a dividend fund. Um, I have recently, and we're also, and I'm also building a good crypto portfolio at this moment. Uh, dividends, dividends. They're they're pretty much you're buying into companies like Apple, um, O Realty, XOM. Over the, here, over here. The possibility, the possibilities are endless, right? And you know, I'll buy into this dividend company, and you know, these dividends they pay you for owning their shares. So I can I can buy a dividend that pays per month or quarterly. So that's four times a year, or once a month, I get I can get that check. So, say you earn, say you own, I don't know, about a thousand shares of a forty dollars stock. They'll pay you around in between eight hundred and about twelve hundred every month, just for you owning a piece of their company. Or they could pay you quarterly, depending on how many how many shares you own. They pay you per share. Okay. Yeah. So whatever one whatever one's preference is is how they would invest into it really okay you want to say hi to the camera hey y'all <laughs> do you have a question what are you guys talking about so far uh we're talking a little bit about investing and then he was also talking about uh what was it called specifically uh the stock market the... And, and dividends and crypto yeah what would you say to someone first starting out to invest in um, do you want to you want to go over here and talk to the mic you can move. I'm my bad, bro. You never introduced yourself. All right. Um, I don't really know how to introduce myself. How did you introduce yourself? That's my name. Uh, I'm Joshua Jackson. The government name. I go by Josiah, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay, for okay. sure. Yeah. You can also call me Daddy. But <laughs> what would be your advice to someone first starting out? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to talk to you like that. Okay, go again. <laughs> I was playing around, my bad. All right, what would be your advice to someone first starting out investing? Um, you know, investing is a journey like investing in anything else in life. You know, I like, I really like to compare investing to the gym because the gym is like an investment in your body and your time mm. and all around you as a person, you know. So you have to understand it's a process and nothing's going to happen for you overnight. But as you build that, as you build that reputation, as you build that, you know, that, that good momentum is going to keep going with you. Okay. You compared the investing to the gym, you know, I'm a gym head. So there's people that say you stick to one routine in the gym and that works for everybody. And there's also people that say everyone's different. Everyone has a different routine. What is your thought process on investing? Um, I feel everybody has their own preference because everybody has their own risk tolerance. So I'll say like, you know, some people, they'll be like, oh, I, I don't like to invest heavily. So I'll invest 10% into that, into the SPY. So that's pretty much, um, that's pretty much a stock that holds probably over 10 to 10 to a hundred of the best companies ran by the U S so Microsoft, the apples, Tesla's, you know, and They'll, they'll invest their 10% in there, and that goes on average 10% every year, 10 to 15% every year over the past, I believe, 38 years. It's been doing that. So that's like the safe people. The people who, you know, are a little more risky with their money, they're like, okay, I'll invest 40% of my money, and I'll put it in 
Tesla, you know, I believe Tesla is going to do very well this year. And, the, you know, Tesla, you don't know where it's actually going to go for the year because it's just one company. You're putting your all into one company. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it all, it's all depending on your tolerance. Everybody has their own, everybody has their own tolerance to how they feel they should invest. Makes sense. So um, you have a business mindset, and I think that is important because you hear a lot about these um, these ways of thinking, like um, like a billionaire mindset. Yeah. Do you read books about that type of stuff? I do. I do. And what can you say to the people listening, like what you've learned from it? Maybe maybe what maybe give me some like big pointers, some big tips. Um. If I could say one big thing I've learned, you know, when you look at something that you want, really grasp it and understand where and why you want it. And, you know, and once you understand that why, that why is going to give you every reason to get to that goal. So if you if you really if you really want something and there's a why behind it, you know, the 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 ceiling's endless, you know, you can win no matter what. But. If there's not really a why behind what you genuinely say you want, then it's really a dream. It's pointless. You're just aiming for air. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with those things that you've learned, um, have you applied it to life as well? I'm sure you have. Like, it, it seems like they go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Um, so what I've learned about investing? Well, from the the billionaire mindset, the books that you read. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, what I've learned from those. Yeah, um, I've definitely applied them to life. You know, we're trying to find purpose and trying to find an aspect of what I genuinely want for myself, for the future, and for now. And to understand that, you know, you can't change what you've done in the past, although you can change what you've got ahead of you and what you got in front of you at the exact moment. That's the probably the biggest things I've applied to it asked him now we only move forward right only move forward because what's happened happened that's a great way of looking at life yeah mm-hmm. um i like to read a, a bunch of stuff like that like the self-help type of stuff and one of the things i i read was um a river continues to move and so say a man were to go into a river and he were to come out and leave and then come back again that's not the same river he visited the first time because it's endless. It's always going to keep moving. Yeah. Just like the man is continuously changing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're only going forward. You can only go forward. Yeah, I like that. I like that quote a lot because, you know, everything's going to keep going regardless. You know, like I hate to look at things like at a black and white standpoint, but like, you know, regardless of whether you're feeling a certain way someday or like things just aren't going your way. Time's going to keep going regardless. Nothing's mm. going to wait on you. You know, like I get, you know, you're in a bad slump right now. You're not having a good time. You know, you know, shit's just not going your way. But regardless, are always keep push. Going. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep going regardless. Things are, nothing's going to stop for you. Time is not going to stop for you. You know, nobody's going to stop doing what they're doing for you. The sun's still going to rise in the morning. You're not going to, you're not going to lose anything if you buy by keep going. So you might as well keep going. Exactly. That makes sense. Like what Michael Jordan said, like, why would you invest into something and only go and quit at one moment when if you could have kept investing, you could have exactly. found like a new point. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because what if tomorrow is your big day? Yeah, exactly. 
I think about that so much. <laughs> so for those of those those of those people out there that like want to get into investing and want to get into business, more specifically investing, um, where do they start? Who who should invest? Can anybody invest? Um, so anyone can invest, really. Um, it doesn't really take much, you know. You nowadays it's even easier than it was back in the day. Back in the day, you just have to pay just to buy a stock or have ownership of a stock. Now you can download apps, open a brokerage account, connect your bank account, and simply just throw money in there. And the Robinhood app, there's so many different easy ways. It's the opportunities are endless nowadays. Like you can, anybody can, any time of the day. If you got a phone, you can you have a bank account. Can't you buy through Cash App now, like Bitcoin? Yes, you, you can even, yes, yeah. you can even buy on Cash App. Yeah, like, that's it's all out there. It's literally at the at our fingertips. Yeah. And so you obviously have heard of NFTs and all that. Yeah. Do you know how that works? Could you give a little bit of an explanation? Um, I have a little bit of an understanding of it, but I don't have complete knowledge I could say of it. It's like a okay. It's like a non fundable token, which is like a an asset. And the asset is something that holds value and and can appreciate and it's well there's like a sole ownership from it when you purchase it right yeah so like let's say let's say you've got this iphone right mm -hmm. and this iphone is an nft and if you're one of the owners of this nft you know you're able to get custom calls from apple like the owner of apple himself or like you know you get a year's worth of free cell phone service something like that you know but it's kind of more complex sometimes depending on the nft the project and what they've got going on you know i don't have complete knowledge of it but i do know nfts are um definitely fundable in crypto and not usd going back to what we were talking about we we're talking about the different ways that it's so easy to invest what would you say is the easiest way to invest um the easiest way to invest for beginners, I would say, is probably through the stock market or the crypto market right now. Um, so what stocks would be, like, top of your list? Um, my top four stocks, mm, can you give me a time range? A time range? Like, between, like, just for right now in the market, or, like, would you say, like, would I, would I hold for the next five years ten years oh okay okay um okay let's go with five years and um time range like right now like that's what you mean yeah okay well what would you say with like a business like say spotify okay what would i say about them yeah um right now i say spotify is definitely a very speculative business you know it has a lot of growth potential to it. Um, its market cap is well over, I believe, $9 billion, So it's got a lot of room for growth. Um, you know, they've just started doing their own podcast. You know, they're opening up their minds to it. You know, they're definitely a competing factor with Apple Music. I can tell you that. They have they have just as much as Apple does, if not more. Um, it's well-driven. It's well and it's a well-sought-out company. For right now and i feel it has a lot of growth for now between now and the next five maybe even ten years so um tesla's a big name in the stock market yeah and i've wondered like why is that um tesla it's it's probably the fastest growing 
and one of the most <clears throat> well-respected tech companies in the world. Many people know they see Teslas in the car. They see Teslas on the street. They see, oh, like that's a nice car. You know, that's a nice car company. Elon Musk has a car company. You know, Tesla's not even a car company. Most people don't know that Tesla's a tech company. You know, they specialize in computers, cameras. That just happens to be, they just happen to make cars right now. You know, the people don't know they're actually working on making a microchip uh, dropping this year. I have heard about that. Yeah, that's interesting. What is that microchip? Uh, yeah. It's to um, alternate. It's to alternate your DNA brain, kinda, and helps you with, I believe, like old memories. I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't looked deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy to think about that we're getting that advanced, but it it's like pretty close upon us. And then the um, Facebook Mark Zuckerberg is looking at like a multiverse type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like the uh, meta and multiverse, that whole thing. I feel like oh, that's, metaverse. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah meta, My metaverse. Bad. Yeah. What is that? It's, it's, like, it's like a virtual reality world almost, but like it's virtual reality and it's computer. I guess it's like Facebook, but you know you can make money now. Like I I, I compare that a lot to NFTs because it's very well not understanding. It's in the early processing stages. It's of Web three, where we're making money online now, but it's through cryptocurrency and. What they're doing in the metaverse is, you know, you have land like in real like real life. Like say you're a real life person with your same clothes, everything, but it's on the computer, phone, wherever you may be on it as. And you have your land, you have your house, and yeah, so if you buy if you buy your land next to let's say Tesla's um, company headquarters or whatever, and you know, that's a valuable land, Tesla my like Tesla's metaverse owner, or maybe even if it's Elon Musk, I don't know who it may be, um, will pay you for that land as if as if they wanted to extend their headquarters in real life, but as well. So potentially you can live yeah. like an online life. Online life, yes, but bro, they just released. Like, <laughs> Have you seen that movie life. with Ryan Reynolds where he's like living a life inside a video game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. bro, that's what it <laughs> sounds like, bro. I'm saying, bro, like. Shit like that's coming to real, bro. It's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> making money every day off this type of stuff, you know. Like I saw the other day, Lamella Ball has a metaverse, and his next door neighbor bought that bought that land. I think it's like an acre of land on the metaverse for like two hundred thousand, just to live next door to uh, Lamella Ball. Like, <laughs> People are gonna do the metaverse, man. It's, like, it's gonna be very weird. Very that's weird. crazy, I mean, bro. I mean, just the idea, the concept of it is kind of crazy. So, yeah. but. The things that people will do, having that type of power, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it like, can be weird. It can get really weird. I mean, I get it per se, but I don't understand the concept behind it because I don't see the intrinsic value in having land online somewhere. Maybe there's a deeper speculation to it, and they're just very early. But yeah, you know, so like some dark web type stuff. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and like I'm, I'm just confused. Like I'm thinking from just like. I guess a dramatic standpoint, but like, what if someone were to hack it? What if someone that's were to, that's saying, just like, like there's just so much stuff that could go I into mean, it. It's Investing Facebook. so much currency into something that can easily get hacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's Facebook per se, but I still, I don't know enough about it to say, really speak on the topic heavily. Yeah. I'm sure that they have heavy encrypted things that like, it's hard to break into yeah. and it's still, yeah. it's still mad. It's still Mark Zuckerberg you're working with. It's you know not something saying? I can be like, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's safe. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's crazy. 
Okay, for this segment, I really want to talk about, um, so I'm really big into fitness. Josiah over here is really big into fitness, too. I think all three of us really enjoy going to the gym. Like, enjoy it, yeah. yeah. But how is it that, um, how can you invest in um, a business like the gym? Like, how could you invest, like, like make money out of the gym? Yeah. Um, well, say you have enough capital and you maybe got about, anywhere between 15 to 20 grand saved up you can you can get a loan from the bank and open up the gym and you know start rolling out memberships depending on your depending on what type of hmm, depending on what type of business you're trying to run you know if you're trying to run a corporation you know you'd have to get a certain type of license to uh to run that type of business you know but say you'd like to have a small gym where you just open up your own and have like your own little workers you have like a, maybe a set of two 10 to 15 workers say like a uh, strength and conditioning coach that people go to um so like a private gym yeah say. okay so how would so you would probably you'd make most of your money through your clientele so what you would do is you'd probably want to be a, a more known or well-known um you know athlete or just trainer or be with somebody that's known like have your clientele be known you know like i used to train with um, a well-known coach name of uh, Brian Westbrook. He was, he was actually the coach at Suaro High School right now. And they, you know, he's real big on um, just being one of the best DBs as there is. He was a high draft pick. And, you know, that being – him being a high draft pick in the NFL makes him a well-respected coach. People see him as a, oh, he knows what he's talking about. I really want to work with this dude. And he's worked with some of the best high school to college athletes, the Keely Ringo's the Byron Murphy's, the Denzel Burks, all of them, you know, he's worked with some of the best athletes there are, you know, to get that well-renowned, respected name. And those athletes are going on winning championships, winning Rose Bowls, winning, you know, national high school championships, whatever it may be. You know, the well, the more well-known and more respected your name is as a player. People will come to you. Yeah, people mm. will come to you and respect you as a trainer just as much. Yeah, you definitely have that, um, like, you don't necessarily, I mean, yeah, you should go to school, but I think that there's also the um, experience aspect of it. It's like, okay, I dip my toes in the business. Like, I know how this works. I've been trained by people, so I have real-life experience in that, and that, that's what people value the most. Yeah. Like, people who've been there and know how to stay there, that's the biggest thing. Always. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I like to say value pays over over paper, you know, like, a degree, a certification, license, whatever it may be, you know, those can all get you in the foot of, you know, very highly paying jobs and very well-respected jobs. Although, you know, if you have value, you have credibility, credibility, you know, that can make you a lot more money faster and longer money, you know, as well. You know, someone who has the value that can, you know, sing like Michael Jackson, but dance like Chris Brown, you know, the industry is going to value that a lot more and pay you that pay that a lot more than to someone you know who has been working hard the whole entire life and has a good a good musical degree and even they can play the piano you know would you say your values based all okay would you say your values based on your credentials and your platform basically like on social media today um nowadays i don't personally like to hold that to a to a pedestal per se like you know social media definitely has a big impact in today's today's way people like marketing yeah. marketing and you know 
per se value and look at each other. You know, some someone can hold someone over them and they'll say, oh, this person's better than me because, you know, they live in Miami in a 60 story building and have a Rolls Royce, you know, but like most of that stuff could not even be, it can all be illusion. You know, they could hate paying that payment. They could not even be happy in that apartment. You know, mm-hmm. there's all levels to that. And, you know, that is why I wouldn't per se value because everybody has their own value in, in your own intrinsic way. Like, you know, you could say, oh, you know, I don't like this shirt. This shirt's ugly. But he could be like, that's a really nice shirt. Right. Or like, you know, one man's trash is always going to be another man's treasure. Makes sense. I like that. Like um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I was going to ask. Um, so it, being an investor – or um, investing in itself, it's, it's, is it a job? Like, is that its own career path? Um, It can be. I mean, it just really depends on how you make it and how you look at it. You know, some people, they like to literally live off their investments, you know, where you don't like to work, you know, or you maybe you have like a small job and you just live off of your other investments, you know. It all depends here per se. But investing, I like to say it's its own lane, you know, like, you know, there's... I say, I say, I like to put them in four quadrants. There's business, there's investors, like business owner, investor, employee, and then I would like to say, I forgot the other one. I think I think the other one's business owner and this one's uh, self-employed. Yeah, self-employed, that's it. Yeah, so though, I like to put those in four different quadrants. And I feel like investing is its own lane because it's not something that, you know, you can just hop right into like, or not something, yeah, it's not something you could just hop right into, you know. When you want to be a full-time investor, you had to have probably touched every other quadrant before you'll see yourself being a full-time investor, you know. Um, when when you're an investor, you build whatever it is you're building. Like, you know, you could want to build a portfolio you could live off of, and that pays you dividends by the quarter or by the month, you know. Or you could want to um, build an Airbnb portfolio that pays you monthly, weekly, and you live off your Airbnbs or you could buy a laundromat, and that pays you by the week or by the month. It all depends, whatever you like to, whatever you like to be. But the lanes are em- limitless with investing, but investing is its own lane. It really is like interesting how far you can take this in so many different ways. Yeah. You just really have to choose. Like I, I know that the, I've seen things on TikTok where it's like, um, people are investing in houses i think or like they're yeah. flipping houses or something like that yeah people will go um they'll buy contracts and sell them off to uh people that would like to buy the house so like you know you'll buy a a mid a mid-grade house maybe section eight maybe not it depends whatever you like and however much money you have to put in so you buy the house you fix it up and you sell that contract <coughs> to the ownership rights you sell those rights to somebody that will sell the house and you get the middle pay. So say the rights is two hundred fifty thousand, you just get that fifty thousand, and they get the in the company that that you sold that those rights to gets the two hundred, and you're the middleman. All you did was sell the piece of paper. That's okay. what, that's what they're doing when they're flipping these houses. Okay. Would you start doing that? Um, I would definitely, I would definitely uh dabble in it a hundred percent. Um, I would like to get more into the Airbnb game first. You know. I'm planning on attempting to get my first Airbnb probably maybe at the end of this year, if not middle or early next year. 
And with that, what we'll be doing is I'll rent a house out. I'll get an FHA loan, put 3.5% down, and I'll rent a house out in a high gradable area, if not in Arizona, definitely somewhere that people would travel to. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about doing it in Texas. Yeah, Dallas. Or in Michigan, because Michigan is like has land very cheap out there. Very, very cheap. Yeah. And, you know, I'll renovate it up, throw my couches, everything that's nice in there, listed on Airbnb. And I'll have I'll have that price. It'll pay off the mortgage and my profit. And I'll just pay for my cleaning lady to go there throughout the week and have I'll have a obviously have a property manager, you know, to pay through, but you know, if the profit will be made through um the host staying there mm. in the hot seasons. And you can get some really good property out in Michigan. I know my friend had some with a few anchors in his backyard, so and it it yeah. wasn't too expensive for Midwest is that's where it's at. I mean, that's definitely yeah. the cheapest sector in the U.S. at this moment. Mm, for real. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up real soon. But I wanted to uh, get a little personal with you and ask you um, just a little question that um, I think would be interesting to ask a guest. Honestly, I've just been curious about this. Um, if you had three wishes. If you if you saw a genie, you had like a genie lamp, and you had three wishes, what would they be? Um, my first wish would be for ultimate freedom. You know, so I could freely do as I please with no restrictions or someone telling me to do anything. You know, I could freely be with family, friends as much as I'd like. You know, be with all around my loved ones with no struggles, no problems, nothing. Uh, my second one. I would definitely have, I would, I would get, I'll get $2 billion. I'll get $2 billion. That's just enough for like the last rest of my life. Probably, you know, I ain't gonna have no problems. I can make sure everybody's paid. My whole family's paid for the rest of their life. Maybe even generations on, you know, and that third one, the hard one right there. Hmm, what do you think? Hmm. For the third one, I'm definitely going to get... Shit. Any wish? Anything, man. World peace. Everybody in the world's happy with each other. You know, there's no, there's no hate towards anybody. No animosity in the air. Genuine world peace where everybody's whole with each other, regardless of your skin tone, red, blue, yellow. I don't care. Black, brown, white, whatever it may be. Genuine world peace with no hate and all love. That's four, but I like it. <laughs> I thought that you said this is my last one. You said world peace and all love. Boy, that ties in. That, that ties in with world peace, you know. The one's got to come with the other. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I actually, honestly, I was, I was wondering if you're going to use, like, uh, one of your wishes as, like, a business thing. I was really wondering. Well, you just said two bills, so you're I just mean, like. Yeah, you know, I'll be chilling with two bills. I'll probably throw that in some Invest, bonds, yeah. you know, make a million, two million a year, be straight for the rest of my life. Like, you have money like that, you can easily make it work <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> you any way you need, you know, like, I'll buy 10 laundry mats, a whole real estate company, 
anything you need, you'll oh, be God. straight. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you buy? With two bill? Two no, bill? I'm, I'm I'm sorry. If you had a genie and the, to grant you three wishes right now, what would you what would your three wishes be? Easy. If it's so easy that you go. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you go, go, to, you go well, I'm getting seven bill, and I only say seven bill because that's God's number. I'm wishing I could read any woman's mind, and I'm wishing. <laughs> I could... <laughs> you already know. Oh <laughs> and I'm wishing for my teeth straight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, let's see. I want, I want to end like world hunger. If you're gonna, if you're gonna end, if you're gonna create world peace, then I need to have like end world hunger or something. Yeah. Okay. I gotta do something good for this world. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. I'd probably, um, I'd probably ask for some good amount of money too, something to last me. Make sure you straight. Uh. I don't want to put like a price. I'd probably, I'd probably say like, I'll say one billion. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be a little big with that one <laughs> billion. A little big. No, for real. It'll last me. <laughs> and then um, I'd probably finish with like, um, shit, that's hard. That's a really hard the question. Was the hard one? Yeah. <laughs> I said the best relax. <laughs> Probably get myself a nice car, nice little car, okay. like okay, that. like one of a kind. Uh, let's like see, one of one? one of one, yeah. No one else can get that besides me. Um, would you get something foreign or something American made? Probably foreign. Probably like some. I'd I'd go to like. I'd go to the Porsche company and be like, I want you to make this model, and, and I want draw out a car. I want y'all to engrave my initials into into <laughs> so get some crazy something crazy. They know like it's me and only me. Yeah, I want to engrave it into like the hood of the car or something. I don't know. Like I, I'd get fancy with it. That's hard. My, my car would fly. Honestly, I don't even know. It's like you gonna know. You gonna know who I am doing this car. Yeah. Real pull up. You already know who it is. Oh god. Bro, I'm landing on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have flying cars now that hover. Yeah, I yeah, they really do. They're like they're like working on it and all that. No, yeah. they like have like one that actually drives and is floating. Is that a, like an Elon Musk thing? I have no idea. I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok be the place for information. It's real, like wow. the uh, it's, just, the new news. it's a search engine for real. It's the new news. Really? I see everything on there. All right, man. Um, it was a pleasure having you on here. Pleasure being on. Thanks for having me. We got Hadari, Josiah, and Matt. And we're out of here. We're out. Stripe.